Erevin Perkei Mishnaches 5.8. This Mishnah really should be learned um, as part and parcel with the next Mishnah, 5.9. In fact, the way the Bavli has it, it's just one long Mishnah. And between the two of these Mishnayas, really, and we come to the end of not just the fifth chapter of Erevin, but really the entire treatment of the topic of Erevei Tchumen. We're at the end of that topic. With the sixth paragraph, we begin a whole new topic of Erevei Chatzeros. So this Mishnah here is a little bit convoluted, as you'll see what I mean in a few moments. Um, so let me lay down the principles here first, which are actually very straightforward. Um, the Mishnayas here, 5, 8, and 5, 9 combined, are basically making three points. The first point is that if a town has within its tchum another entire town, we'll call them villages maybe, so that is to say you say you have a footprint of your village, and then beyond the footprints that circumscribed rectangle, you have 2,000 almost in all directions. If, let's say, within 2,000 almost north of the city, you have an entire another village which fits inside that 2,000 alma trum, so then the width of that second village is considered to be just arba almost, four almost. Meaning, hypothetically, if you go north a 1,000 almost, then you find a new, from the edge of your town's footprint, and then you find a new village, and that village is however big it is, it doesn't matter, um, as long as it is less than a total of a thousand almost, meaning it fits entirely snugly within the two thousand ama trum, so let's say for argument's sake it's eight hundred almost, doesn't make a difference, whatever it is, so when you get to the edge of that, the northern edge now of that that village, that second village, we look at that whole village's width as just being arba almost, meaning from that northern edge you still get another thousand almost, North, meaning you get a thousand almost north till the beginning of the village. The whole village is discounted just for almost. For almost. Then you have another, true, there's almost a thousand almost north of that. You actually actually get only 996 almost north of the northern edge of that second village because the village itself counts as four almost. Okay? So in the example I gave, hypothetically, at the village, the second village were a total of 800 almost from south to north. You get a thousand almost from the footprint of your city to the beginning of that second village. Then you'd get another 800 amos, the whole width of that second village going from south to north. And then you get another 996 amos north again, because you're only counting that village's width as just four amos. Um, that's the first principle of the Mishnah. And for that whole principle to play out and make sense, just remember that if you have two villages um, that are um, within... 141 and a third almost, one to the other. So then they're considered to be one contiguous village, and this whole mishnah wouldn't come into play yet because the footprint of that village would actually, that, that rectangle that you circumscribe around, would include both villages as a single rectangle. Then you get two thousand almost in all directions beyond that rectangle. Um, but uh, if it's more than 141 and a third almost away, one village the next, so then indeed um, you have now two separate, you'd have two separate villages, um, subject to what I described a second ago. The second point of the Mishnah is that if you're measuring 2,000 almost from the edge of your city and you end up in the middle, like when you get 2,000 almost exactly, you end up in the middle of a village or in the middle of a house or in the middle of a cave, it doesn't make a difference. When you get 2,000 almost, that's the end. You cannot go an inch further, which means half of the village or half of the house 
or half of the cave would be permitted to you, the closer half, and the other half would be disallowed to you, the farther half. It doesn't matter that it cuts the house right down the middle and just half of the living room is inbounds and half is out of bounds. That's how it goes. So the first point is if the entire village is in, then it's all in. But if if it doesn't get the whole village in, then it cuts exactly a sharp line, even dividing structures within the village um, or caves, etc., right down the middle. The third point of the Mishnah, unrelated to the first two, is that it's a question. The, the, there's a Mechlokas Tanaim here, a question of when you make a symbolic home, if you will, by using an air of Tchumen, and you put that picnic basket of food into, let's say, another nearby village. So are you looked at as a full-blown resident of that second village? Meaning now the same with that village, every resident of that village gets the entire village plus those nominal small directions. So you like a bona fide resident, and you also get the full footprint of the village plus 2,000 nominal small directions? Or no? Is is putting down Erev Tchum just making you sort of like a symbolic resident and therefore doesn't carry the same benefits as being a real resident, which would mean that you only get 2,000 almost from, let's call it the picnic basket, or really technically from the dollar almost around the picnic basket, and not the whole city, but exactly 2,000 almost north, south, east, west from the Arba almost of your picnic basket and not the whole city. That's the Machlokas, the Chachamim, and the Halacha says you become a full-blown resident of wherever, you're, wherever your Erev Tchum is, so... You're just like a resident there. And Rabbi Kiva is going to say, no. Rabbi Kiva will say, you are, you are, um, you're just, it's, it's a symbolic makum shvisa. It's a symbolic place of residency, but therefore you don't get the benefits in, of being a proper resident. You just two thousand almost in all directions from your picnic basket. Okay, that's the, the third point. So let's the Mishnah ask outside. Here, let's see them inside, slowly. The first Mishnah says, sorry, 5-8. Anshe ir gadola. If you have two... I should have actually, sorry, the setup of this mission is you have two cities um, or villages that are there. One's a big one, one's a little one. They, again, are spaced apart, at least 141 and a third almost. That is to say, uh, let's say the southern village is the large one and the northern village is the, is the small one. So that means that the um, distance between the northernmost structure of the large southern village and the southernmost habitable structure of the small northern village, are more than 141 and a third almost apart, making them two different villages for the purposes of determining Tchumen. Just a reminder, where's the 141 and a third number come from? We said that the 70 and two-thirds is um, the distance from which you could extend from one structure to the next within a given village. Within a given village, that number 70 and two-thirds basically came up from being the square root of 5,000, which had its precedence elsewhere. Um... And so if you have two villages, each are getting 70 and two-thirds, like potential buffer zone, so 70 and two-thirds times two is 141 and one-third. Okay, so the setup again is you have this large southern village and this smaller village directly to the north of it. And the setup is that the entire, the, the 2,000 almost to the north of the large southern village that would be its trum, totally um, subsumes, it totally in, in includes the whole of the northern village. The whole northern village fits inside the 2,000 amos of the southern village's trum. Okay? But the converse is not true. The large village is very large, and therefore it does not fit entirely into the 2,000 amos of the trum to the south of the small northern village. 
Okay, so there's an asymmetry there, and therefore the residents are treated differently between the north and south, as follows. Anche'ir Gadola, the residents of that large southern village, whose tchum includes the entire northern village, Mahalchenes Kola'ir Katana, they can walk throughout the entire smaller village that we have, in my example, to the north. However, Ve'en Anche'ir Katana, Mahalchenes Kola'ir Gadola. On the flip side, the residents of the small village to the north, may not walk throughout the entire length and breadth of the village to its south, since after 2000, almost beyond the footprint of the smaller village to the north, um, you have like a you have a, a boundary that cuts through the middle of that larger southern village. So the point is the people of the, nor- the northern small village only can walk to that southern boundary of their trum and no further, even though it cuts through the middle of the city to the south of it, even if it comes cuts right through the middle of a building, as we'll see, or a cave, etc., as we'll see shortly. Okay, that's all the words I told you, essentially, were to explain those that one sentence, which doesn't say very much on its own, but that's the point of the sentence. Now, the next word of the Mishnah is Ketzad. Now, Ketzad usually means, how is this so? And it comes to illustrate the principle laid down in the previous sentence. Um, as it happens, our Mishnah is missing words, and if you look at the Gemara and Samach Aleph of Erevin, you see there's, like, there are two versions of this Mishnah running around. In any case, the, they're missing words, so to speak. Um, they're missing words, if you will, that are, that are missing from our Mishnah here, um, which introduces a new concept, which talks about the question of when you put your Erev Tchumen, the picnic basket, into another town, do you get, become like a resident of that other town or no? And the principle is yes, you do. You become a full blood. The Tanakam, the Chachamim are going to say yes, you do, meaning if you put your pick, if you're if you are a resident of that southern, let's say the north, the smaller northern village, but you put your picnic basket into that your Erev Tchumen into that larger southern village, so now you become resident of the southern village for Shabbos, and that being the case, you can walk the entire length and breadth of not just your village, but also the entire southern village. You get everything, okay? You become a full-blown resident, so to speak, for the Shabbos of that southern village by virtue of your symbolic residency with the heir of Tchumen. And that's the principle that the that the missing words of the Mishnah laid down. And therefore, the Mishnah illustrates it by saying, Ketzad, how does that work? How does that look? Mishahaya be'ir gadola, if a person were in the large city to the south, to the north, sorry, my example, to the south, the large city to the south, Venasan es eruvo be'ir katana, and he puts his picnic basket to make his heir of Tchumen beyond the footprint of his city, in the smaller village to the north. Or, Be'ir Katana, similarly, if he was normally a resident of the smaller village to the north, Benasanes Eruvo Be'ir Gadola, but he put his picnic basket for his Eret Chumen into the larger southern town to establish residency there. So then, in the second example, Mahalach Kula, since he is now got the status of being the guy from the small village to the north, now gets the status of being a resident of the southern larger village. He can walk throughout the entire southern village, edge to edge, and he can also go to the Tanamas to the north of it. And if we're talking about if it includes the southern village entirely, he can even go the whole thing I said before throughout the entire northern village, plus, you know, a total two Tanamas, only counting that, that northern village is four Amos. And similarly, if you were... In the, in the south, putting your embers to the north. So again, you get 2,000 almost around the footprint of that northern village and no more.
Okay? On that point, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. Rabbi Akiva Omer, ein lo elem makum eruvo alpaim ama. Rabbi Akiva says, no, he only gets um, 2,000 almost around his picnic basket, or really technically the dollar almost around his picnic basket. Um, and the reason why is, like I said before, Rabbi Akiva holds that you do not get all the benefits of residency just because you put a symbolic Erev Tchumen down. You just, um, that does sort of move the center of your of your tchum for Shabbos to a different place with a picnic basket, but it doesn't give you the benefits also of the whole village or structure even in which the picnic basket is located. Okay, we stop here, but I suggest go straight on to the next Mishnah, which is a straight continuation of this of this Mishnah right now.